Podsound School presents Content Heavy, the podcast that helps online business owners make better content and more money. Let's Heavy up. In this episode, we're going to share with you the top five content marketing mistakes that you want to avoid in 2023. Hello, amigo, amigaso, Content Jefe. Welcome to the Content Jefe podcast by the Pod Sound School. I'm Veronica. I'm Studio Steve. This podcast is for you if you're a content creator or business owner trying to figure out content marketing and how to make money online. In each episode, we bring you inside the world of content creation to help you make better content and more money. In this episode, like we said, Uh we're going to be sharing with you content creation mistakes that we ourselves have made. Yes. We've made all the mistakes and we we continue to. Yeah, we we continue to. uh, We're not perfect, but we learn from our mistakes and try not to repeat them. Yes. And And we use them as teaching opportunities. As teaching opportunities. So don't beat yourself up. We're not perfect. We're not here to tell you, oh, look at us. Uh Like, Like, for example, Veronica's not close enough to her mic right now. There you go. The first content creation mistake. (laughs) There you go. First content creation mistake. Stay close to your mic or Studio Steve will criticize you in the middle of a podcast episode. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. So we do just don't want you to um, keep creating content and dark. Uh-huh. We want you to have all the tools and the information that you need so you can keep growing and keep showing up online and, and keep uh, hitting all your your goals and objectives that you have for 2023. Yes. And so if you avoid get, the... Oh, sorry. If you avoid what? So if you avoid... Yeah. <laughs> We're talking over each other too much. Yeah. Because it's a podcast. Ah, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> if you avoid these five mistakes you're going to be in really good shape Mm -hmm. so without further ado let's start with mistake number one to avoid oh and these are in no particular order these are just five mistakes they're all bad don't do they're just cacas number one caca mistake is (laughs) not understanding how content works Ooh, how does content work well, we have made that mistake before, mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of people just posting content and 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 creating content and going through the whole ordeal because it's not easy. Even if you are creating a post, even if you are creating a carousel, like that takes time. It takes hours sometimes, and they don't really know how it works. And it's okay if you are curious, if you just want to try new things, if you want to try ideas and start posting content, but after a while, you need to learn what your content is supposed to be doing for you. But there, there we go. That's what I wanted from. So you said they don't understand how content works. Uh What it really is, is the number one mistake is not understanding, not understanding what your content is supposed, what your content to, do is you. supposed to do for you. That's the longer you. way of saying Yeah, it. there mm-hmm. you go. So if you are posting content for your business, then your content is supposed to be um, marketing tool that you use to bring more prospects to your funnels, Mm -hmm. to bring more traffic to your website, to bring more traffic to other things that you have going on. If if the content that you're posting is completely disconnected from your business, then we have a problem there because you're not taking your audience, taking those users or followers to where they're supposed to go to maximize your earnings, to to make more sales and to do uh, all of the all of the things that marketing is supposed to do for your business. Yes. And you might find some differing issues here when we get into the idea of influencer, but we're going to cover that as we get to the other mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then the other thing is like if you're an influencer, then your content is supposed to help you grow 
your your account is supposed to help you grow in a particular niche. Oh, so, there you go. So when you uh, get to the point where you can start reaching out to brands, then uh, that's what your content is supposed to to do instead of of focusing on creating educational content, then it's more focusing on uh, growing your personal brand, mm-hmm. showing more of your of your day to day. Of if you're a travel uh, influencer, then you know when you travel and things like that. So that's the difference between a business mm-hmm. and the content that you make for a business and the content that you will make as an influencer. I like that a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think that just understanding what the bottom line is, what value you're actually providing, all of that, which leads perfectly into mistake number two, to avoid at all costs. Not having a unique value proposition. Exactly. That did lead perfectly into it, right? Yes. Yeah, perfectly. What's your unique value? Mm -hmm. What makes you unique? What makes you stand out from other people? And what is your proposition what are you offering? Yeah. And if you're anything like me, uh, I, I at the beginning of the pod sound school, I have some resistance to sit down and to do some planning. I just wanted to like be making content and, yeah. you know, the fun part of it. But the planning is super important. And this is something that I walk my students step by step in our courses is to write their unique value proposition to have some brainstorming when it comes to that. Uh-huh. Because it, your unique value proposition is going to tell you who you want to serve or who is your audience, who are the prospects that you're trying to target. Yeah, It's going to also tell you what problem you're solving and how you're solving that problem. And you have to be able to articulate those three in a small paragraph. Yes. Or even a sentence or even an elevator pitch. Even an elevator pitch. Right? So a sentence. like So whether, yeah, super quick, Uh whether uh, you are trying to, or you want to start a YouTube channel, whether you want to launch a podcast, Mm -hmm. whether you just want to keep posting on social media, it's very, very important for you to have a clear, unique value proposition. Yes. And also a meaningful, unique value proposition as well too like you can go really deep there and understand that your uvp is fluid and it changes and it Mm -hmm. progresses and it evolves and you can start with where you're at but it is important to take some time there Mm -hmm. i wish we could go back five years and take more time yeah it took us too too many years before Mm -hmm. we we found that out so yeah and then your unique value proposition uh, also changes depending on uh what product or service you're offering Mm -hmm. you're going to have unique value propositions for your free content Yes. Oh, and for your pay programs. Yes. And for your overall uh, business so umbrella. There, exactly. So, so there may be sort of a theme or a mission statement for your overall endeavors that you do as a business. Um, and your UVP will probably share qualities through different products and services and uh, departments. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll share these main overseeing qualities, but they may be more specific. Specific. And yeah. you do want your UVP to be very specific, very especially specific. when it comes to your offer. Mm-hmm. You don't want your offer just to be kind of with these vague, vague terms like quality. Mm-hmm. Like we make quality products. It's, it's mm-hmm. very vague, you know, mm-hmm. like what's quality about your product? Why are you better than everybody else selling yeah. the same product? We have a lot of information. We go into a lot of detail with UVP mm-hmm. throughout our content. So yeah, so don't make this mistake. Work on your UVP. Mm-hmm. It will pay off. Believe me, it will pay off. Yes. Work on okay. Your UVP. So number three, the third mistake on our top five 2023 list of the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry, content mistakes that you can. It's not having a content strategy. 
And as I was doing research for this episode, because mm -hmm. I wanted to see like what other creators have said about the mistakes too. Yeah. I found this video uh, from Katie Stickley. Stickley, I believe is uh, how you pronounce yeah. it. And I'm sorry, Katie, I've mispronounced your name a hundred times. So Katie times. is one of the content creators that I follow on YouTube. Me too. And she was saying, she put it like so uh, well. Uh -huh. A content strategy is, um, it contains three things. What your audience is looking for, what you love to create, and what you have the time to create. Ooh, that is really beautifully Yeah, put. so sometimes we get into like, oh, I need to make video and I, and I need to make a podcast and I need to uh, do all these things mm -hmm. when your time is very limited. And then you find yourself in this pickle where you are spending like way too much time creating content. Yes. And it just becomes this thing that you resent that is causing a lot of stress. It feels like a hamster wheel. So that's wheel. why it's important to know what, what, how much time you have to dedicate to your content. Mm -hmm. And also like what you love to do. Mm -hmm. Because we, uh, even though like we love what we do, um, sometimes we get we get tired of it. It gets hard to so imagine maintain if you don't positivity. Like it. Yeah, so you have to love it. So during the times that you aren't feeling like doing it, you, that love, um, and I would even say, you have to be obsessed with it is mm -hmm. what I would coach. Like what's something that you're obsessed with? How can you turn this into an obsession? Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like when you say not having a content strategy, you need to rely on kind of your calling as a business too. Mm -hmm. So it's like not having a real big goal in mind. And then if that huge goal in mind, that can get you through some of the the ups and downs in the roller coaster of content marketing, content strategy. But then I love those three things. I know. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking too, if you are doing something and you have the time and you're doing something you love, but you don't think about your audience, then what you have is a hobby. Yeah. But when you have the time to create that content and you create right. something you love, you create something that your audience needs, then that is a business. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? That is very beautiful. So I think we talked, we um, touched all the points. Uh -huh. And we will leave a link to Katie's video that we've referenced yeah, we do. right here where mm -hmm. you are listening or watching this podcast. If you didn't know, it's a video podcast on Spotify and YouTube mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. We love you, Katie. Yeah, we do. We mm -hmm. do. We do. And just to elaborate a little bit more on one of each point, and I have some notes here, is um, don't create content out of FOMO just because... Uh, people that you follow online, they're creating a certain type of content that is working for them. So you just go in and you start creating that just out of FOMO. Mm -hmm. Just a look at your current situation at the time that you have, at the mm -hmm. all of the resources that you have at your disposal and see if that's something that works for you and your audience. Yeah. So, And sometimes you do have to also, I will add to that, not be too overprepared and just pick something and, and roll with it for a while and then pivot if it's not working. I think a good place to start would be with a podcast. It's mm -hmm. always the best place to start. And you don't have to start with a video podcast. It's the lowest cost of entry. The equipment's the cheapest. Mm -hmm. um, it's not very intimidating. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to show your face. You can make a lot of mistakes. And then that's a perfect place to get into content creation mm -hmm. and to content marketing as well and to have yeah. a full cohesive content strategy. Yeah. And as far mm -hmm. as what your audience needs, uh, we in our courses, we teach you how to do content marketing um, Content marketing strategy and keyword research. Yes, and market and, research. And market research to go into what uh, people are searching for online and give you an idea of what are the things that... Basically that to become a mind reader. Mind reader. Of your ICA. There's a lot of information that we can extract from 
uh, online sources. Yes, yes. There's search listening, social listening, all sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. And that's all Veronica's jam. Yeah, you so- were telling me, like I've been repeating this over and over. And then the other day you came to me and you're like, so if you go, if you go, <laughs> so if you find videos of this topic and you go and read the comments, you get a lot of good information. I'm like, I've been telling you. I've been that's teaching what that teach. in our courses <laughs> for five years. <laughs> that's what I Steven, teach. Steven, <laughs> thank you very much. So, yeah, but I found it out on my own. So now it's more valid. <laughs> so go through the comments. You will find a lot of good nuggets there. Don't ignore those comments. Oh, that's just, it's just like gold, gold, gold. People, like they're giving you the information. They're telling you what they need. Don't wait two years like I did. Take Veronica's advice and <laughs> pick the the best practice for this is to pick like the big performing videos and like a keyword that you're after. So let's say you're after like, um, how, I don't know, something. How to bake a cake. How to bake a cake. I mean, that's a hard keyword. But then you find how to bake a cake. The first two or three videos that pop up, the biggest ones, those will be rich with comments. Mm-hmm. You go in those comments, you'll find people will say, look out for things like this. I like this video because of this, or this video is my favorite video about this topic. It's so much better than all the other videos that I had to look for because it did this and this. Mm-hmm. Right there, it gives you all the insight you need to make content that is magnetic and that is really giving the person on the platform what they want to consume on that platform. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcast. Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcasts and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. Okay, Okay. well, let's move on. Is this the last one? No, this is four. Oh, there's five? Are you sure this is four? I thought we already did No, that four. was three. Okay. Number so, four. Mistake number four is not enlisting help soon enough and not using automation tools to help you save time. Doing it all yourself. Going mm-hmm. solo for too long. Yeah. That is a big mistake. Um, I think that one's kind of says what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for us. Sometimes you have to let something go in order for it to grow, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy for us to get really precious about things, to hold on tight. If you really look inside, a lot of that times it's not a financial thing. It's more of like, I think we're afraid because once yeah. we get a team member, then it's, it's real. Official. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. It's official. Also, it's kind of timid to give your content over to somebody to help you edit it. Mm-hmm. But that's the first place with outsourcing. 
if anything else, what you have to do and make it, make it a point to do this this year is find somebody to edit your content, both mm -hmm. video and audio content. There's a ton of talent out there and you know, you can just have open communication and find a great editor because that'll save you so many hours mm -hmm. and we'll, and then in addition to that, then you find like community manager, somebody to post your mm -hmm. content for you. Um, this can also be, I think, a big insight for us too, is somebody you can find in your personal life. How can you uh, maybe find somebody to help you with your kids or to help you clean your house? Mm -hmm. uh, those can be expenses. To free mental space. Yes. Especially if you're a mom. Mm -hmm. If you're a mom, <laughs> like you know <laughs> that you're constantly thinking about your kids who are going to uh, who are going to do the the pickups uh, -huh. uh if they have clean laundry mm -hmm. if the, the house is not clean the bathrooms are dirty the, um, yeah. the kitchen is a disaster maybe instead of a virtual assistant or a community manager you need a house assistant maybe you need a house assistant mm -hmm. or a life assistant or a nanny right? yeah. a weekend nanny yeah weekend nanny mm -hmm. and then the other thing is the tools yes cuz i i've seen a lot of creators they get stuck they get set in their own ways and they don't try new tools to help them be more efficient creating their content. Yeah, have an open mind and get on there and do it. I do this myself too. I get set up with like, you know, I'm stuck in the Google Drive, so I'm resistant to Notion. Mm -hmm. And now we've started using Notion because I let go of that resistance and it's a life-changing mm -hmm. experience, right? Same with, uh, you have to just be open-minded to quickly at least like try some new tools to see if it's worth worth putting your new system there. We're always, it's very important that you look at your own personal productivity system and look at ways that you can get more done in less amount of time in and on your journey toward financial freedom mm -hmm. and to get those dreams that you're after. Yeah, like it may take some time to learn this new tool, but just think about the time that it will save you in the future. Yes, or to so implement if you the new are, systems. Uh, an mm -hmm. example is that if you're using... Uh, let's say Audacity, if you're using a DAW, that is, you, you know, the, uh, there are some people out there and you, uh, if you're one of those, I'm just going to have to tell it to you, like, because <laughs> they're like, very passionate about Audacity and uh -huh. they get defensive and they want to like, you know. Yes. But if there, uh, there's another tool that is going to save you time that instead of two hours or three hours of editing, then you're going to have that episode in an hour and an hour and a half. Like one night trying. Yeah. Like, why not trying that new tool? Is Audacity paying you to use the DAW? <laughs> I don't think so. No. So Yeah, so look at new tools, new automation. It's good for you. Yes, and look into ways that you can systemize what you have going on. Can you segment your leads that are coming in and automate a better, more enriching email sequence that goes out to that? Can mm -hmm. you take advantage of some of these tools like we talked about in our previous episode of this podcast you can check out in our social media trends mm -hmm. of 2023? Uh, we talked about Money Chats, mm -hmm. which is a really cool tool that allows you to sort of set up your sales funnel in a very cool way in your DMs and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So there's tools that you can look at. And a lot of times they're just small membership subscriptions that you have yeah. to pay. And it just takes some time to build that system and to really kind of think in terms of house cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. In Smart and Simple Podcasting, we um, we introduce you to two tools that will save you a ton of time. Yes. In your podcast editing production. Yeah. And your podcast editing and production. Your whole editing, your whole post-production process. Okay. Ready? For, okay, the, for the last one? Number five. I'm ready. I mean, and there are so many, but yes. uh, um, Stephen told me we need to keep this episode under 13, 13 29 minutes. 29 minutes. Because that's when not the 13. camera, that's the timer I have. The camera shuts off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mistake number five, <laughs> not being consistent on a platform and spec results. So let me tell you, we haven't been very consistent on Instagram and I'm Ooh. always mad at Instagram. Yes. But I mean, who isn't always mad at Instagram? I am just so mad. I'm like, 
But why? Well, now that we've been posting consistently, yeah, the growth has been painfully slow. Yeah. But we're seeing growth. Yes. And it's because we've been we are being consistent. And the platforms, they pick up on that. They do absolutely pick up on that. I think that any creator that you talk to will tell you the importance of consistency. They use that as a metric in their SEO. They mm -hmm. absolutely do. It's built into the algorithms. And then there's other benefits of being consistent too, just as far as building habits with your listeners. Like in the case of podcasting, you hear almost every podcast coach tell people to stay consistent, like don't miss a week. It's important to build habits. They haven't really built that consistency into the SEO mm -hmm. structure of podcasts, the podcast players yet, but it's very important. And on YouTube, it's huge as mm -hmm. well. If And you'll see that too. And you'll hear a lot of creators and YouTube creators talk about that as well, where they miss a couple of weeks or they take a couple of weeks off and everything, they're just, their growth almost stops. Mm -hmm. And then it takes a while to pick back up to its normal level again. Mm -hmm. So one way you can tackle that consistency is by batch recording. Mm -hmm. And don't beat yourself up about this you're not going to be perfect you will miss weeks that's okay mm -hmm. don't lose sleep over when it sick. yes you get sick things happen but the more that you experiment with content creation the more you get comfortable with it start experiment with batch recording so next time you sit down to record a short video or a podcast episode ask yourself could i record two episodes yeah and then the next time hey that wasn't i did you two. you kind of have to force yourself and and as you're talking, I compare it with running. I hate running and I've yeah. been trying to I've been trying it. to get better at it. You're getting better. So, you know, you're you're sitting down and you're recording that just one video or one podcast episode. Then next time you force yourself to record two and it's gonna be grueling. Mm -hmm. Uh and in my case, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this like just one more mile. And it's it's super hard, it's super uh -huh. challenging. But then you just keep pushing the boundaries more, yeah. more, more, more. The ceiling, keep raising uh -huh. the ceiling until you get to the point where you are recording your batch recording content for a whole month. Mm -hmm. So start small, but just be consistent and keep pushing and keep pushing. Yes. Until you batch record for a whole month or more. Yes. And then my big, big tip for this to bring this episode to a close Hopefully you enjoyed those five mistakes. And here's a tip that I think will really they help They don't with enjoy this. mistakes. No, but yeah, I know. Well, hopefully you learn. Hopefully you learn. So you don't do those no, mistakes. No, hopefully you enjoyed not making those not five making mistakes those. because you consumed this delicious episode. <laughs> My big tip is to gather data. And if you don't consistently find a way to gather data, then how do you know if you're making mistakes in the future? Mm -hmm. So just get out there and start recording. but you know, take notes of how long one piece of data that you can gather is how long does it take you to record an episode? Mm -hmm. How many hours are you actually spending on an episode? Set a timer. You have a smartphone. It has a timer on it. You know, you have all these tools mm -hmm. and you can use it to start gathering data. You can find where you are getting clogged. Uh, what do they Bottleneck. say? Bottleneck. You can find where the bottlenecks are at. You can find what's working, what isn't working. Clogged. Yes. You know, the best of luck with your content creation. We're here to help. That is the mission behind this podcast, behind all the content we do is to demystify this whole content marketing thing for you and really help it to make sense and to teach you actual, practical, real life skills that you can do with your manitos. Yeah. And find us on social media at Pod Sound School, yes. P-O-D. 
Sound School. P O D. P O D. <laughs> and let us know if you're enjoying these episodes. We'll, we'll love to, to hear from you. Yes, we live for feedback. And mm-hmm. we would love to also help promote any launches that you might have going on. So if you are just launching your podcast, just starting your podcast, let us know. Twitter, Instagram, at Pod Sound School. Comment right where you're listening or watching this. This is a video podcast on Spotify and YouTube and an audio podcast everywhere yeah. else you're listening. Did we make it? We made it. Woo-hoo. The few minutes to spare. Yes. That's how you have a up.